Hello, I'm glad you're here. My name is Kevin McDonald, host of the following show, Positive Talk Radio. First, let me thank you for listening. I believe that you tuned in for a reason, to make a personal connection with courage and love, creating your dream life, and we're here to help. Terrific guests and topics presented in a fun, entertaining way. So stay tuned for this commercial-free episode of Positive Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody. It's Wednesday afternoon at 4 o'clock, which means it's drive time. And it's also time for Positive Talk Radio. I'm glad you're here. Uh, we have a house full of guests, and we've got people on the line. But uh, So the guys on the line are going to have to hang out for just a minute because, first of all, I have to ask, I have to talk about who's going to be here and what we're going to be doing. And first of all, Eric is here. He's manning the board. Uh, Mr. Uh, Ryder, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well, Kevin. Good to see you. It's great to see you, too. And it's a, it's a nice day outside. It's been beautiful to watch the clouds go by and all that kind of good stuff. Peak fall weather. It is. It, it really is. It well, is. Thank, thank you for being here and making sure that we sound we sound good and it all works out. Eric uh, Hall is sitting over there. Hi. Hi. I just love the way you say that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're you're welcome. So, if I can ask, what the hell are you doing here? You may ask. Okay. What? <laughs> you asked me here. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so anyway, so I said yes. <laughs> so I'm glad you Hi. did. Hi. Hi. Uh, by the way, if you haven't heard of Positive Talk Radio, this is a new slash old show. We were on the air in KKNW, and by the way, Eric uh, hasn't changed a bit in 18 years. I know that's hard to believe, but he's amazing. still the same amazing human being today that he was then. And uh, uh, But we were on the air 18 years ago. Uh, my name is Kevin McDonald, and you may remember that. You may not, and who cares? It doesn't matter a bit. You look the same as well. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no that would be called a lie. I'm sorry. Uh, that would be called a lie. I'm but, sorry. But we've got lots of things going on. I've got a couple of podcasts that uh, are supporting this show. And so, uh, uh, quite frankly, this is going to be commercial-free, except I'm going to mention a couple of times where you can listen to... That means free from commercials. Free com- from commercials, except for the fact that I'm going to tell you where you can listen to the 390-some episodes that we have up on... Uh, 392 now. Oh, is it 392? I Who's believe. counting? Um, but it, it, it's great fun, and we've got a special guest today, and we want to get into this right away because um, it happens to be... His birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. Why, thank Happy you. Birthday, Matt. Go ahead and put that microphone right to your right. face. You're a driving, Is that better? You're that's a, better. Thank you're you. You're a driving force on today's show. Yeah, I think so. It, I it, like to think of that myself that way. Exactly. And he is. Uh, he's also works for a, a relatively, I don't know if you've heard of this company. Who's that? Um, it starts with an M. M. And, has a, and a guy by the name of Bill started it. And a long time ago, Mob Bill. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not in the name, but oh. he, he he works for a major company in the area. But he does something that's really kind of cool, and we're going to talk about that. And it's also, like we said, it's his birthday. Just so, throw a dart at anyone on the street, and you'll probably hit someone that works at that same company. Yeah, have pretty you done much. That? I have not. No, <laughs> I would we just want to recommend it. It was a figure of speech. Okay, good. But it, but it's true because I, I you know I really don't have any idea. We're talking about Microsoft, by the way. That's them. So, That's them. <laughs> of course it is. You were stumped there for a I moment. I was. Um, but how many local people work for Microsoft? Oh, good question. 
Do I don't know. know. Do they know? <laughs> <laughs> Locally, I don't know. I looked it up. The the grand total recently, it's a uh, hundred and something, hundred and eighty odd thousand or so. I don't know how many of them are local. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them, and and a lot of them are on the east side. Yeah, and and stuff. So it's it, it's really cool that that there's so many uh, Microsoft people around. And so if you've got if you'd like to talk to uh, uh, Matt, you can do that. As a matter of fact, we had a whole show lined up, and then it got blown up by a couple of phone calls. So we're going to do that first, and we're going to talk to some folks that are on the line. And apparently, you're a little bit of a celebrity. Did you know that? I didn't know that at all. <laughs> See, it's it's those it's those people that are just humble, 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 and they don't realize how how impactful they are to humanity. It sneaks up on you. Yeah, it yeah. does. I'm yeah. excited to see who wants to talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> well, we, we shall mm-hmm. see. Eric, is it possible for us to talk to the person, the first caller? Yeah, let's bring him on. All righty. Hello, caller. How are you? Hey, can you hear me? We can, can now. now. Yeah, absolutely. How are you today? I am fine, and I am now wise to you guys. You're just full of tricks and fun. <laughs> who? Who, <laughs> me? No. I think all of you. Well, yes. Don't lump me in with them. I just met them. <laughs> yeah, he so can't blaming you. <laughs> no, he can't claim us yet. Uh, but okay. but he is he is an important piece of of what we are doing. So, would you like to talk to Matthew? I would love to say happy birthday. Oh, thank you. That's that's very sweet. Any anything else? Any 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 dark secrets you'd like to tell us? Well, I'm going to give a couple clues. I appreciate you photobombing and chiming in on our Tuesday team talks. Any clue who this is yet? Tuesday team talks. It's, Tuesday uh, team talks with Holly. Oh yes. Um, I'm a fan of your driving. You see me every time you get in your car. He's talking. Oh, you're, oh, you're talking, talking to me right talking now. Talking to him. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I thought I was losing Matt. my mind again. Uh-oh. I'm talking to Matt. Matt. I okay. think I have a guess. I could probably okay, guess. I'm ready. Is this Alex? I'm ready. It is Alex. And I'm calling go. to wish you happy birthday. Thank you so much. Oh, bye. Alex. It's good to hear your voice again. It is. Yeah, and I love you guys. I love how positive you are. I love what you do for the community, and I'm thrilled to be saying happy birthday to Matt and thanking him for his sponsorship of Pause with Cause as he drives his. Oh, Matt, fill in the blanks as he drives his. I, uh, one of my, or my main hobby is driving a rally racing car. Uh, Alex. No, I didn't street. I didn't. <laughs> Alex is uh, involved in an organization called Pause with Cause, and that's uh, what I have plastered on the side of my car is a big Pause with Cause logo. And, and Alex, we're not going to let you get away without uh, telling us exactly what it is that you do because it is really, really, really important and it's awesome, awesome and cool. And you're going to be on the show at one point because uh, you are legitimately and honestly an angel among us. You are amazing. Oh, my gosh. You just made my heart drop to my toes. Thank you. <laughs> I hope that didn't hurt. Uh, but <laughs> not, not too, too much. But to tell tell our audience what it is that you do and how you are benefiting the community in a really cool way. Well, I appreciate that, and I am thrilled with Matt's sponsorship of Pause with Cause, which he has plastered on the side of his rally car. So Pause with Cause is an initiative to teach everyone art with the focus of supporting shelter animals. 
and you do not need to know how to do art. You don't need to know how to paint. You just have to care about animals, and almost every piece that is turned out is a masterpiece. We have 28 local businesses supporting us and showing off that art, and we like to say that we help shelter pets get seen outside the cages and in everyday places, and it's a community effort. And isn't it true that there's a Fred Meyer around here locally that you can go as you're getting ready to do your shopping and there's a bunch of these uh, paintings that are hanging on the wall. Is that right? That is actually very, very true. Really appreciate Fred Meyer and the Kroger chain. They have us in nine of their stores right now. Wow. I don't know it, but I'd like to be in all 3,400. Whoa. <laughs> That's a lot of paintings. <laughs> that, that is. Yeah. But it's a lot of community that's jumping in to support this. So we really appreciate that. And you can see our paintings and um, support the shelter animals that way. That and we're 100% um, volunteer-based, 501c3 nonprofit, and everything we do goes back to help the animals. That is fantastic. Just like what Matt is doing with us. If you would like to contact Alex, you can go to, go ahead. Pawswithcause.org, P-A-W-S. W-I-T-H-C-A-U-S-E dot org. And uh, she's going to, like I said, she's going to be on our show uh, another time, uh, and we're going to talk about this a great deal because I want to paint a picture for you. What they do is she'll go into, as an example, a retirement community or a, 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 what I used to call a rest home or a assisted living facility, and she will bring paints and brushes and and all that kind of stuff. She'll grab all these people, and they'll sit around a table, and they'll start painting. And then they create these masterpieces, and they also have a sense of community at the same time. The work you're doing for the elders in our community is nothing short of amazing. Well, I really appreciate that. Thank you. And we thank you for calling in. And Matt is over there blushing, and it's nice that, that we had somebody... Uh, acknowledge that. So, Eric, anything you'd like to add? Oh, this is just a, a pleasure, Alex. Uh, really love what you do. I've been on your your website, and uh, I urge everyone to take a couple of minutes out, take a look at it, uh, see how you can join in or lend some support. Very Thank good. You very much. Anything else you'd like that to say, great. Alex, before we get on? Because apparently, Alex. Alex, I'm sorry. That's her <laughs> twin. Twin is Alex. Her <laughs> twin. <laughs> So, anything, Alex, anything else you'd like to add before we go? Uh, no. Um, just very appreciative of Matt, very appreciative of this community that's coming together to make this happen. You can see us at the Everett Farmer's Market this week on Sunday and also at the Everett Mall. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks again for being with us today and uh, wishing Matt a happy birthday. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Matt. Thank you, Alex. Oh, very good. We, I think we're going to have to go to line two before we run out of time. Matt, or, uh, Eric? Yes. Our next caller is on the air. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Hello, caller. How are you? Hello. Pretty good. Well, good. Are you, are, you, are you here to talk to Matt? I am, yes. Should I make a guess who it is? Can you can you speak up just a little bit would be awesome. I hope you don't make me guess because I can't tell. It's a little unclear. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Rusty. I'm a uh, fellow rally enthusiast. Ah. <laughs> and I'm kind of part of Matt's extended rally fam. Although we don't, I don't know that I've ever met him in person, but uh, I heard it was his birthday and I wanted to give him a call and say happy birthday. Awesome. Thank you, Rusty. Very cool. You're welcome. And, and Rusty, how long have you been uh, rally racing? 
I started uh, doing North Rallycross with the Northwest Rally Association in 2020. And then I was a, a co-driver at Olympus Rally doing the ARA Rally uh, in April of this year. So just kind of jumping in with both feet. Well, good for you. Good for you. It's, it's, it's great to follow your passion and to do something you really, really love to do. And we're going to talk about that with Matt uh, in a little bit. So please hang on. Don't hang on to the line, but, but continue to listen on KKNW 1150 AM. And uh, we're going to talk about that in a couple of moments. So Terrific. Rusty, thank you for giving us a call. You're welcome. Have a great day. And Thanks so, Matt, what do, you, what do you think? I'm having fun so far. Did, <laughs> did anybody, did you know anybody was going to call in? I didn't. That's a surprise. And we've huh? got a couple more callers too. Wow. <laughs> so let's <laughs> go skipping. Great. I used to say years ago, let's go skipping merrily along. So, so why don't we go do that? Uh, Eric, what do we got next? We've got our next caller okay. on the line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, hello. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I couldn't be better. Thank you. We've get, By the way, we've set a record since we've been back of the most calls in the show, and Matt did it, so I guess oh, he's wow. the new host. I don't think I've even properly been introduced yet. Not really, so, no. <laughs> this is Matt. We point at him. That's Matt. <laughs> Matt Barnes is, is a rally racer. He's also worked at at a great uh, uh, local uh, major company. Um, and we're going to talk, of, I promise, we're going to talk about rally racing, and he and uh, Eric are going to talk cars because I don't know absolutely nothing about them. Um, but they're going to talk about that a little bit later. But we want to talk to the folks that are calling in to wish Matt a happy birthday. And, again, uh, I assume you wanted to wish Matt a happy birthday? I sure do. I think I think it's a great day to have a birthday. The weather's great everywhere I know about, and I hope he has a great one. Yes, indeed. So Thank nice. you so much. Yeah, this is nice. the kind of weather I like. So so you're going to be able to – is Matt going to be able to guess who you are? Uh, no, I don't think we've ever actually talked. I'm a rally photographer, actually. Wow. So I've taken a lot of pictures of him. Awesome. Um, at Olympus, wow. and I know he's registered for Oregon Trail, and yep. I'm looking forward to taking pictures of him there, too. Great. Wow, this is terrific. Yeah, I like what, seeing lots of photos. What's the Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail Rally is the next big major event coming up. It's two and a half weeks away. Um, it starts in Portland. It runs through... Uh, other parts of Oregon and up into Washington State as well. It's three-day rally. It's actually one of the. It is the longest one, as far as I know, in North America. Really? Yeah. What? That, that's see. And again, we're going to get into talking about that. But th- thank you for giving us a call. Uh, it's it's great to have you here, Eric. You want to add anything? This is exciting. He yeah. got he yeah, got this nothing. Is exciting. He's got. <laughs> I love that he's got so many fans out there involved in more than I knew. Yeah, it's it's so much fun you for me to just. You guys are wonderful. Just call in and say happy birthday. You see, here's the thing, I've been I've been doing this for a very long time, and it's fun for me to throw it to somebody who he has no grin. idea what he he's gets a say. grin on his face. That's what gives it. You know, that's <laughs> the only hint I get. It gives me great joy to be able to say, "And Eric, what do you think?" <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, "About uh. what?" <laughs> so it's 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 great it's great fun. But thank you thank you for giving us a call. Um, it's, and, um, um, you, you are a, uh, uh, photographer, correct? Yep. 
Sure am. Somebody wants to get in contact you and find out how to be, uh, not how to be, but get get photographs from you. How do you, how do they do that? Give us a phone number. Um. Well, I guess if you want to text me, it's seven zero three four zero eight eight six seven three, or you can find me on Instagram at Mac. That's M A C K underscore Press P R E S S. Perfect. Perfect. I, I recognize the Instagram handle. So. <laughs> Thank yeah, th- I posted you not long ago. Yeah. Thanks for giving us a call and wishing Matt a happy birthday. Cheers. cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers, cheers to you as well. Well, um, I, we, Eric, we've got more calls, don't we? We do indeed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Go ahead, then. caller. Hi there. Hello. How hey, are you? I'm, I'm calling from Anchorage, Alaska. Is My it cold God. up there? You sound so close. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's October. Uh, so I'm part of Matt's extended family, and from all of his extended family up here in Alaska, we wanted to wish him a great big happy birthday. Thank you so much. Hi, Matt. Hi. <laughs> Give Holly a big hug for us. I will, definitely. Okay. Always. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. That's, that's all we get? We don't get to know oh. anything else? Do you know Matt from oh, his well, youth? Do you have any funny I'm, stories no, from... No, no, no. I'm, I'm Holly's mom. I'm oh, Holly's mom. Oh. Holly's mom, I got to oh. tell you, you did an amazing job of raising a great kid. Uh, yeah, she's, she is. She's, she's a nice well, lady. Well, her brother. They're both great. <laughs> that's a mom for you. Yeah, that's, that's right. But uh, I, I tell you, Holly works with me now and... And she is, um, and so by virtue of that, Matt also works with me because he puts up with when Holly works with me and stuff. So it works out great. So, so I want to awesome. thank you for that. She, she's, she's dynamite and adorable. Yep, she's pretty challenging. Absolutely. Yes, yep. indeed. So, and and like I, I said to her yesterday, Matt's a lucky guy. So. Yep, he is. <laughs> I feel lucky. <laughs> Yeah, he is. So, so say thank you very much, and it's nice to meet you. You'll have, when, when you're down here in the warmth, you'll have to come and stop by, and we'll uh, we'll go out to dinner or something. Oh, that'd be great. Um, we're talking about coming down for Holly's graduation when she graduates from um, college. There. Perfect. Great. That's soon. That's very soon. Very soon. Yeah, sounds wonderful. Well, thank you for for uh, calling in and wishing Matt a happy birthday. You got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Now, this is the time when we normally would take a commercial break, but we're not going to because this is commercial-free. However, if you'd like to go to myindependencereport.com, that, let me do that again. If you'd like to go to myindependencereport.com or positivetalkradio.net, you can look at our podcast. And uh, that would be awesome if you wanted to do that. It's a two-for-one deal. It's a two-for-one deal. It, it's, we're all over the place, and it's on video, it's on audio, and, and we're on KKNW, which is the crowning achievement, I would say. Wouldn't you say, Eric uh, Ryder? Sure. <laughs> and you can do it all from the comfort, comfort of your own home. In your bunny slippers. Or even in your car, on your smartphone, while you're not driving. Exactly. Or even when you are driving, that's okay. We have another call, I do believe. Yeah, we do. We've got a gentleman from Issaquah on the line now. Oh, oh gosh. Issaquah, a local guy. There are three I'm states popular. already. Yeah, exactly. Hello, hello, Issaquah. Two time zones. Two um, time zones. Would, hey, how are we doing, Kevin? We're doing great. Would you like to say hello to Matthew? Yeah, yeah. I heard it was his birthday, so I'm going to give him a call and wish him a happy birthday. I don't I don't work at the big the big company on the east side, but we know each other through uh through Rally. Let's see if you can figure me out. Hey nice. Chris, how's it going? 
<laughs> Finally, a voice I recognize. Oh, there you go. There you go. Hey, uh, I, I just want to say, um, first time I heard about your show, just calling in. I want to wish him a happy birthday. And I'm part of his rally family. We actually uh, both drive focuses. But I wanted to, I don't know if he's going to touch on it because he's kind of humble, but this guy, and I'm not kidding, I'm not exaggerating, this guy can wire anything and he can figure anything out that has to do with wiring on a car. Ooh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I have talented. fun doing it too. So do you need a key that's, to start in a car? That's the part too. He just smiles the whole time he's doing it. <laughs> and I'm over here pulling my hair out. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think that's going to work. And then boom, it works. I'm like, all right, you're right. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing to have that gift. So many of us don't. I, I, if they, yeah. it, it, I don't have that gift. If, if I turn on the ignition and nothing happens, I call somebody. Um, but yeah, this would be the guy you would call. Yeah, this would be the guy call. that calls the guy that you called that couldn't figure it out. You know mm. what I'm saying? He's the, the guy behind guy the guy. Line. Exactly. Well, now, <laughs> both of you, exactly. uh, Chris, i got to ask you. Now, now uh, Matt, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but Matt built his car from the ground up. Did you do the same? I did everything except the last bit of wiring, and that's where I called the guy. His name is Matt. I don't know if you know him or not. <laughs> I heard he had his came birthday. over, and, and we did a bunch of wiring. But, yeah, we actually both have focuses, so we have a lot of uh, you know, same issues, same problems. We can kind of bounce back and forth and come yep. up with answers and solutions. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Call those focus issues. That's part of the great thing about the whole rally community. Everyone's really tight. Everyone's willing to help each other, and it's, it's a big community great people apparently but, so they seem terrific but, but now don't don't your competitive uh juices get going and and because you want to beat these guys because you're racing against them right we save that for the race we want to beat each other on the yeah. track not in the garage ah it, it literally it it breaks your heart when you're racing and you go by somebody that was in front of you and they're broke down because that's, that's not how you want to win it's true it's kind of it, you feel bad for them you really do because you know how much work went into that to get to that moment in the race and have something silly break. is It's it's sad. That's a good philosophy for life right there. Yeah, but you you get to win. Isn't that more important? No. <laughs> there's no money in, and there's no money in winning. <laughs> well, there's, 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 there's yeah. some pride. Some pride. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it, you know, the pride, I think, comes from you guys taking something that was nothing and then making it something, and then racing it, and having it all work. That's got to be a lot of pride for you guys. Yeah, just finishing is, is an achievement in and of itself. It's true. These events are difficult. They're grueling sometimes. Pretty rough on the cars, too. Oh, right? yeah. They're rough on the cars. They're yeah. rough on the drivers. They're rough on the service crews. They're rough on everybody. It's, mm. like I say, it, just finishing is an achievement. But mm. I've been told they've been fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Of course it's fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's... <laughs> Which is where I'd be, a beer in one hand, a hot dog in the other. I'm good. <laughs> so, Chris. Yes, sir. Thank you for, thank you for calling in, and, uh, and good luck to you. And keep the rubber side, isn't that what you say? Keep the rubber side down. I appreciate it. Happy Shut. birthday, Matt. Take care. Thank you. Thanks <laughs> for calling. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Eric? Bye. We're done. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was Matt, fun. You've run that out of friends. Fun. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Probably. That sounds about right. That was oh, fun. No, man. no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. So, so now let's talk about what we came here to talk about, and that is uh, you and building a car from scratch. Well, first of all, Eric uh, Hall over there was a midget rider, 
and um, he was in the Wizard of Oz. And he, and I was going to say that could be taken the wrong way. Yeah, he, he, he knew a <laughs> no, couple. No, you're straight up going like, the wrong way. <laughs> he knew a couple of midgets, and he followed the Ellabrook Road, and and all of that. So when he was when he was young, a long time ago, he I was a racer. Part of this conversation, I drove quarter midgets. So you were driving little midgets, little midgets. So they were the children of the people, and the and they were they were the How lollipop. Do I get out of this, Matt. <laughs> they were the lollipop gang. Yep, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you no, know, they're both drivers. I I drove a uh, uh, go kart once, uh, and so I know nothing. So I'm going to let Eric Hall uh, take over the interview with Matt because they know something that I know nothing about. So Eric, it's up to you, my friend, to bring us home. Happy birthday, Matt! Why, thank you, Eric. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, when did you fall in love with driving? Oh. Was, was it before you started working on cars or after? That's going too far back, and uh, I'm going to say that happened at the same time. I don't quite remember those details. Is that right? Um, yeah. So I've been first got interested in rally racing probably in my I want to early twenties or so. Um, now, why rally racing particularly? I discovered it through video games, actually. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even know it was a real thing until I got my first real job out of high school. And the guy that I worked for was a rally racer. And the first time I walked into his office, he had a picture of his, a giant blown up picture of his car up on his wall of him racing through the dirt. And I realized what it was, not knowing that that's what he did. And I got all excited. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Um, and he told me all about it and I asked all kinds of questions and yeah, he kind of became my rally mentor and he, uh, he actually still helps me out to this day. In fact, no kidding. Yeah. Well, that's part of that community you talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you put together your own car, you went out and yep. got a, a Ford Focus. It's, uh, the car I've chosen to race for the time being is a Ford Focus. It's a 2004, so it's a slightly older model, but it's a good year. They're cheap and easy to find they make good rally cars um but how much of it is stock i mean you just didn't pick one up in the neighborhood and then no i did, you did. i found it in the auto trader and then it, went into the race no i uh so i picked it up um and spent it was probably almost two years i stripped it down to an absolute bare shell it had for rally racing um the car needs full safety equipment so we have to get a roll cage welded in we need racing seats we need harnesses, all the minimum safety gear that's required, um, plus some at least some fundamental performance upgrades. You need a decent suspension that can take the abuse and is good performance. Um, things like a limited slip differential. There's lots of things you can do. You don't have to do a lot of things. Um, but I ended up actually doing more than I originally intended to. Um, so some the, the basic shell of the car is stock. The motor is more or less kind of stock. Almost everything else is is modified in some way, at least. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And then I imagine there's different classes on the track driving at the same time. Yep. Um, so the big cars in rally racing, they're four-wheel drive turbo cars. You see a lot of Subarus, Mitsubishis, um, like the Mitsubishi Evos. Yeah, the four-wheel drive cars. Um, we don't race against them directly because there are classes. We're in the two-wheel drive class. 
Um, so the cars are divided up by four-wheel drive and two-wheel drive, and then there's subcategories for open class and limited class, which is uh, separated by the amount of modifications that you're allowed to do. Gotcha. Now, some of those car companies really bank on these uh, rally cars. This some one. of them. Subaru in particular. And um, Audi, too, isn't it? Audi, yeah, not so much anymore. They might be making a comeback, actually, into it. There's been some feet, things I've seen on my feed with Ken Block. Um, it's a high-profile rally racer. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really sure where Audi's going with it, but they definitely used to be heavily involved back in the 80s. They were huge. And they would kind of build their car company around that. Are there any? Is there any discussion about uh, electric motors being introduced and successfully I, pulled off? I've seen talk about that. Personally, I'm skeptical about electric motors in rally cars, mainly because of the whole range issue. Um, yeah, because you're putting on what in a typical like this Oregon Trail race? You said is one of the longest. Yep, it's three days long. Friday's short, um, but it races. It, so it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Saturday, Sunday are full. Like they could be individual races in and of themselves. They're long enough. They're a full day mm. um, from morning till night almost. Mm, yeah. Um, pardon, pardon me. I've got an ignorant question I need to ask, which which would be, I don't understand. Is it, is it are you going around in a circle or are you? Great question. Going? Are you going? Let me down. Per- cross country and end up in Mexico and wanted to get in Canada? How does that work? Let me give a little bit of a primer on what rally racing is for everyone that doesn't know what that is. Oh, that would be me. That would be great. I would love to know that. This is for you then. (laughs) Um, So rally racing. So everyone's probably familiar with uh, more more traditional types of racing, um, like race on a racetrack. There's circle track racing. There's road races, road course races, which, you know, there's a track and cars go around lap after lap. It's the same track every time. Rallying is nothing like that. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they say it's, racing is full of lots of sayings, and I'll probably say a few today. But uh, they say in, uh, in circuit racing, a driver sees one turn a thousand times. In rally racing, a driver sees a thousand turns one time. Oh. Um, so the way it works is the event starts and... There's a route we have to follow. Um, it's on. It's all on public roads. We're not racing the whole time. So we start from our, our usually a ceremonial start at the beginning of the day. Um, then we start what's called a transit section where we're just driving along regular roads at regular speeds to get to the stage roads. And that's where we start racing, which the stage roads are um, regular public roads that have been closed off. Um, so we get the whole road to ourselves, and the cars are released at one-minute intervals because, you know, there's 50 to 80 cars in an event. You can't all race side-by-side in that. So it's, raced, it's racing against the clock is what it is, um, and it's just timed. And it's whoever has the lowest time at the end of the day. Do you pass people? You can. Um, if you pass someone, it means you're automatically at least a minute ahead of them in the scores. So... Um, when that happens, they're supposed to just let you go by. It doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't let you go by. <laughs> Not a chance. So, so, so it's basically it's a time thing. Yep. And they close off the entire circuit, or are there some roads that you're traveling with automobiles that are trying to get to work? True. Potentially, yes. <laughs> um, like I say, there's tra- there's. The rally is divided into, there's two parts to it. There's transit roads and there's stage roads. The transit roads are just open public roads with open public traffic on it. 
And that's one of the things that actually makes rally cars different from regular cars is they have to be street legal and insured and all, all the everything they need to be allowed to drive on the road. So has any of the drivers been pulled over by a cop during a race? And hey, hey, man, I'm in a race. Does that work? The the events are usually organized well enough. Uh, they they notify the police in advance of what oh. we're doing and what we are. We and should who start we are. a racing circuit. <laughs> Have you ever been flipped off at that when you're on the public roads? I haven't. People are usually pretty excited. You'll see, um, depending on where we are, uh, you'll get like little kids standing at the end of their driveways cheering us on. You know, oh, that's just fun. even though even if we're just driving, not even racing. Like so people you, love to see the cars. So you're even going through residential districts. Kind Sometimes, of yeah, it could be anywhere. Wow, I now. I've never seen that. Have you, Eric? I have seen that. It's an interesting form of racing where it can get very serious yep. for, you know, periods of time, and then it gets very uh, pedestrian. That's a fair word when you're driving with commuters, you know, or regular folk on the road. So it's a wonderful mix. And the fact that you're, you know, scheduled, for lack of a better term, you know, there's uh, interesting timing dynamic in it all like matt yeah. said you have timing a, is huge yeah it's all about the clock it's all about it's, the clock we get a, a official rally time and we all live by that from this moment the event starts to the moment it's done we're all living on rally time and forgive me but isn't there a form of rally where they want you to be on time like whoever can get there the closest yeah there's uh that's called tsd time speed distance that's not the full-on performance rally like what i'm doing here i used to do the tsd um, and probably still will occasionally um, in the future, but time, speed, distance, rally, TSD is, like you say, it's you. they give you a route and a average speed, which is always below the limit, and you have to get from the start to the finish at the exact prescribed time. If you're early, you get penalized. If you're late, you get penalized. And whoever has the fewest penalties at the end. Sounds right? like driving a Metro bus. Exactly. <laughs> We'd probably do very, very well. We would do very, very well because if you drive the A line, the B line, the F, <laughs> F line, the, the I think there's a G line now. I don't know. Um, but uh, We're all kind of F lines. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you have to, you, you get a regulator and you have to be on time. You can't leave early. You can't leave late. You got to be on time and you can't pass the guy in front of you. Yep. You, you got to, yeah. So The fun thing about TSD, though, is like a lot of times the route instructions, you only get them at the very last minute right as you start, so you don't get any preparation, and it's oh. usually some kind of, depending on the event, it's some kind of puzzle you got to figure out. Turn left. Almost like the, a scavenger hunt. Turn left at the rock that looks like a bear. It turn might right have instructions that like that, like yeah. 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 Yeah, and don't be on LSD yep. while you're trying to do the... Or there, sometimes there's confusing things where they'll give the turns based on compass directions. So like turn east, and but if you got to know which way you're facing to know which way that is, and even then, you, like See, your I would lose. brain mixes you up. I would lose. <laughs> so, so when you're in the rally car and you're going through a residential district and you're you're doing the one minute apart thing and you're trying, what happens if somebody catches a red light? Do they, are there red lights on, on, on those sections? They they build that into the timing. They there's they know that there can be hang ups. So there's always a little bit of stretch leeway in the timing they give us. So, but you can catch somebody if they catch a red light and you catch a green light, right? Or maybe yeah. it's a little. It, it doesn't yellow. matter what happens there. Oh, okay. It, yeah, Th that's those transits. They're not really part of the race. Um, so, so is, they're, they're just getting us. To and from each section of the real race. How big is this rule book that you have to have? Oh to, <laughs> it's big. I'll bet. <laughs> you can go to um, 
ara-rally.com if you're interested in finding more about rally racing. Um, and there is a technical section there with, there's four separate rule books, I think, three or four um, with different sections of the rules. One is about the cars. One is about the running of the events. One is, I don't know what else there is, but yeah. But you couldn't just go and uh, get a used uh, Nova or something and, and go on the race. You've got to retrofit it to make sure it's got all of the safety equipment and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. The cars have to have uh, roll cages. They have to have uh, five or six point racing harnesses. You have to have a racing seat. You have to have all your personal safety gear, so the fire suit, the helmet, the head and neck device, all those things. So there's a real strategy um, to what you guys do. But compared if, to like figure eight drivers that are probably, you know, forgive me guys, probably the meatheads of the racing world, right? That's fair. Because if they I, still have meat on their head, I've to never to been to one of those. No? Oh, I recommend it. I recommend the, it. The craziest racing that I've personally done is ice racing. That's a lot of fun. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Did you do that with the spikes on the tires? or? I didn't. No. So ice racing. Um, Good Lord. This was back up back up in Canada. There's uh Of course. In December every year what they would do is they would lay out a track with boards on a big it was a fairgrounds um and start watering the track in December and by January or February it was a slick ice track. See. And is that one that you go round and round in a circle? Yeah, that that was or, or that maybe one, maybe, that one was, maybe not. That's that one called was a just spin. an oval. That was just a simple oval there. Or it was an oval with one side had a kink on it. So it was slightly interesting. Um, but you could take any car there and, but it was split up. So you, there were cars with spikes and there was cars without spikes. There was called metal to ice and rubber to ice were the two types of classes there. See, I saw guys on motorcycles doing that with the spike tires. I wouldn't want to fall off my bike on yeah, that. Yeah, that would there be was something. a guy that fell off and got yeah. ran over. Yeah, you know, no. you just, uh, that's not the kind of racing I'm, you know, I don't want to see. I'd hate that's to for call science mom. fiction movies. Yeah. That's not something I want to pay to go see and have a hot dog while I'm watching a guy. So. <laughs> So typically when you're wide open and you're in the racing part and you're really going for it, yeah. how fast is that? Oh, I don't look down at this, or I try not to look down at the speedometer. Um, and in my current car is way faster than my old car, but I haven't actually got to open it up all out yet. Um, it's only actually done one race on this new car. And I was having problems at the time. I was having steering problems, so it was actually really scary, especially in the long straightaways where it got fast. So I limited myself. I, I pinned myself at around 80 miles an hour, and then I kind of left lifted off, and I didn't go any faster than that. It, but it certainly could have uh, if I let it. Well, you're smart um, about it. Uh, yeah. The, the fastest <laughs> cars will be definitely going a whole lot faster than that. I but don't what know kind what of RPMs are you doing with yours? Oh, I rev my engine to seventy two hundred RPM. Oh, yeah. Wow. When you're going for, eighty, that's that's the seventy two at the highest gear. Um, <clears throat> no, going eighty. That's that's only like the top a third. That's barely into fourth gear. Ah, uh, my son tells me about that. They use a different ratio. Yeah. Yeah. There are you can get you know if you go into the big like spend a lot more money and get you know upgrade the transmission then you can get gear ratios where like a car can top out at 80 or 90 or 100 you know with, where you'll be pegging the speedometer or pegging the uh the rpms at you know at that speed um and you do that for great acceleration but at the cost of top speed so you know it's a compromise there 
Um, I just have pretty much a factory gearbox, no modifications to the ratios. So that's why I don't get up into the, like, I never see fifth. Um, but fourth, maybe occasionally. Uh, my son was telling me, he, I had a Dodge Shadow, a four-cylinder Dodge Shadow. Yep. Oh, yeah. He got it to 120 miles an hour. Yeah. That's pretty fast for a, a little thing like that. That's pretty yeah. good. That's what he tells me anyway. Was that downhill? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he actually did 80 uphill where, right where the cop was. Oh, and, good. Uh, the other thing to bear in mind. <laughs> Hi. The, the roads, like if you're talking he's getting 120, I'm sure that's on a highway somewhere. I was a freeway. Freeway, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, compare that to what we're racing on. We're not racing on a perfectly straight, perfectly smooth freeway we're racing on gravel roads where it can get rough and it can get narrow and there's trees lining the road or there's a drop off on one side and this is what we're racing along so that's where we're hitting 80 and do you have a windshield in the car oh yeah yeah how many times have you had to replace it because a rock hit it uh well like i say this this car is still pretty new so i haven't yet on that one um I, if, so... if you catch up to a car in front of you that can that's certainly a risk so you're going 80 miles an hour on a gravel road. That doesn't seem like a healthy to me. That's why all the safety gear. <laughs> I, I, I understand. Um, is it hard to get into your car with all the safety gears? That way you got to be kind of, uh, I mean, Eric and I have been well fed. Um, would we not fit into your car? Uh, my car's pretty good, actually. People comment on there's tons of headroom, uh, especially on my co-driver's seat. That's the part seat. we're worried about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we're, lots of headspace. We're, we're concerned about the steering wheel distance from the seat. Well, the great thing about building a custom car is you can fine-tune it just for yourself. We'll keep you in mind. Oh, good. <laughs> now, <clears throat> now, in some of our cases, what happens if, if uh, you get in the seat and you can't reach the steering wheel because you have to be <laughs> so far away because certain parts of you are not you know, where they should be? I would say where there's a will, there's a way. Well, good. We'll extend the steering wheel. That's what we'll yeah, do. Exactly. <laughs> I tell you, I admire you. That that is not only are you gifted in the fact that you can build the thing, and you can do all of that, but then you are able to drive it on on gravel roads, and you find that fascinating and fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's a ton of fun. Like I say, I've been doing it for twenty plus years, and I'm not quitting anytime soon. The other thing uh, I should mention: a big part of rally racing. Sorry, I neglected to mention this and i apologize to every co-driver out there listening is there are two people in the car <laughs> there is a driver and a co-driver i neglected to mention this when i was describing what rally is i apologize so the co-driver's job he's sitting he or she is sitting in the passenger seat with a root book and calling out um telling the driver where to go first of all and then calling out when we're racing calling out all the turns so you'll hear if you're watching uh, on youtube some in-car video of a rally race you'll hear Someone shouting, like, six left into four right, plus Titans into hairpin left, whatever. Stuff like that. Um, that's the co-driver, and that's the co-driver's job. Ah, uh, so they're telling you what kind of turn is coming up. Next, yeah, so, so you can plan accordingly. Yeah, so because the driver doesn't necessarily <laughs> always know what's coming up, so the co-driver's giving us these notes in advance before we get to each corner. Um, and that lets us come in, because um, we can't always see where we're going. You know, we're going around corners, we're going over hills, we can't see what's coming up till we get there. So explain to people who haven't raced um, the importance about going into a corner properly for the type of corner it is. Well, yeah, if you don't like go a in, hairpin versus a, you know, oh, there's, there's, it's, it's called a so prayer. much to that. 
<laughs> I, I could go into a lot of detail on that if you want me to. A little um, bit. So setting up for a corner, we're basically describing, like, I'll, I'll give you, okay, uh, some kind of racing lesson right now, I guess. Um, so approaching a corner, you want to be, you're at full throttle. Say we're coming down a straightaway. There's a hairpin corner coming up. You're at full throttle until you get to your braking zone. Um, what a lot of people will naturally do is as you're getting close to where you want to start slowing down, you'll let off on the gas. That's not what you do when you're racing. When you're racing, you're at full throttle until it's time to brake, right? Um, actually, I'll, I'll go on a little aside here. One time um, I was doing, uh, I was an instructor at a autocross school. Autocross is another little different kind of racing, but I was an instructor at an autocross school for some beginners once. Um, and at the end of the day, we, we'd been all day um, teaching these people how to race. And at the end of the day, they got to ride along in our car and we got to show them what it's like to go fast. <laughs> uh, and so there was this uh, one girl that was riding along with me as I was uh, giving like a, a fast ride along on this autocross course. And we're coming up to the very first corner and she yells at me, whoa. And then she yells, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> because we got, I was still accelerating and we got past where she wanted to, if she was driving, where she would have started slowing down. And I'm, so we're getting up to this corner and not only am I not slowing down, I'm still accelerating. And she got three woes out before I got to my breaking point <laughs> from, from, from her breaking point to mine was three woes. <laughs> so that's the approach to a corner is you're on the full throttle until you get to it, the time to break. And when it's time to break, then you're breaking, um, full braking. Generally. And are you downshifting uh, while you're braking at that point? Yep. Um, if there's a need to downshift, if, if it's a fast straight and it's a tight corner, then you will need to downshift. So then you get into things like you'll do heel toe, which is where you, uh, you're braking with uh, your right foot, but then you'll kind of slide your, your heel over onto the gas pedal and blip the gas, which lets you downshift more easily um, while you're decelerating um, in a manual transmission. People, not everyone these days knows how to drive a manual anymore. I guess they're not as common as they used to be. Yeah, but they even stop making them. Yeah, yeah, they're hard to find. It's yeah. rare. Um, but, yeah, with three pedals and only two feet, you got to do some tricks to to shift sometimes. Um, well, I got a question for you, and that, that is, you know, you have a co-pilot. Yep. And uh, does, does as part of his standard equipment, does he get a barf bag and depends? Occasionally. That's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, my very first race, I was co-driving for someone else. My, my first rally, I wasn't driving. I was co-driving. And, yeah, there was barf. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It does. I can just imagine it does happen. It's and, a thing that happens, <clears throat> yep. First, first, um, of all, first of all, you say it, and then you do it. Yep. So I, I can understand. How, I tell you, you're amazing. I, I, I'm sorry. Maybe it's because I'm old and I, I keep falling down in cafeterias <laughs> but uh, but just just survival just would be just amazing to me like i say just getting to the end of these events is is an accomplishment to be proud of well you you honestly you that's amazing and and now how what if you were to to lump all racing together what level would this be would this be like a ball or b ball or or double a or triple a or close to the majors, or uh, putting that in baseball terms. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know baseball terms all that well. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> but um, but rally racing is kind of weird because it's a mix of the 
compared to other motorsports where, you know, there's feeder series and, you know, the fast guys, the pro racers have their own races and the amateur races have their own races. In rally racing, we're all kind of mixed together. So it's all the amateurs and the pros all mixed together in one race. Can you so, keep up with the pros? Oh, definitely not. We try. We try our best, but it no. So when you're looking at a guy that is on like the Indianapolis 500 and he's going 180 miles an hour, that takes that that's that is a unique skill that people have to learn and have to be really really smart about. Yep, learning it. Absolutely. Yep. And not everybody can do it. Uh, that depends who you ask. Um, some people would say anyone can do it. Um, it's it's all about willingness to try and willingness to put the time and effort into learning. Um, it's just driving a car. It's not rocket science, right? Well, it, until until the barf comes out, then, it's, <laughs> then, it's, then it becomes a little bit more of a challenge. Eric? In comparison to any cars, I, I would be in the camp that says it, it takes something special to go that fast and survive a race. Yeah, if you're talking about Indy cars, yeah, that's, Racing, that's a totally different kind of speed. That's a totally different yeah. kind of car. It's a totally different kind of skill than what, what me and all the rally guys are used to. I don't know if it would be, uh, is it exactly translated? Because you guys have skills that maybe Indy drivers, although some of them probably have some uh, rally rally background, I imagine. But those skills don't really translate exactly. Oh, do they, they do. The the yeah. general, the basics of, of driving a car fast is the same no matter what you're driving, no matter what you're driving on, what type of surface or anything. Um, the fundamentals are always the same. Okay. Um, See, it's I, all about being smooth. It's all about being... And your perception of yeah. time has to be different with indie cars, anything that goes that fast. It's true. I've read, when I first started out, I was buying up every book that I could ever find on the subject of race car driving. And so I've read a lot on the subject. And to, to that point is one of, the, one of the ones I read. I remember there was one diagram that was in the book and it showed a picture of what an, or, <laughs> what an ordinary person sees along the side of the road at 150 miles an hour and what a professional race car driver sees along the side of a road at 150 miles an hour. And there was so much more detail. You got to be paying attention. You got to be alert. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let me put this into terms that I understand, uh, which is football. Um, when, you, when you're a rookie and you're, you're uh, um, in the preseason, everything goes at a certain speed. Um, the players are going at a certain speed and stuff. And then when you get to the regular season, everything speeds up. And at one point in time, they will tell you that the game, they'll, they'll use this, this metaphor, They'll say the game slows down because you're getting it and it makes sense to you. The same thing I imagine happens with rally driving is at one point, 80 miles an hour actually slows down for you. Uh, in, uh, not the guy who just barfed next to you, but for you. It can. Um, there's uh, another expression. It's called you got to have slow hands when you're racing. Uh, there's uh, another expression that uses slow hands. But slow I, hands. We're not yeah. going to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I think that's usually what's but, that. So, <laughs> slow hands in racing. You don't want to be wild on the controls. You don't want to be jerking the steering wheel around, you know, over to the shifter, over to the handbrake, whatever. You want to be slow and smooth inputs. Um, slow is fast, is what they say. So, if uh, you are jerking it around, you could end up on your head, right? Sure. Yeah. You make a mistake that you can roll the car. That's happened to me. 
What's it like to roll the car going, how fast were you going? Oh, I don't even know. It was, so the one roll that I've done, yeah, I've actually only rolled once. Um, it was going into a tight, say like it was about a 90 degree corner, but there was a missed call from my co-driver and I was told it was only a slight corner. So I'm going into it full throttle and halfway through the corner, I realized we're not going to make this corner. And so we slide across the road sideways and slam into the ditch um, and it rolled the car. I don't know how fast we were going. <laughs> what's, um, what's that like? And did, do, you, do you say it and then you do it? Or uh, is, what's, that, what's that like when you, when you roll the car like that? And then it, it's your, your co-pilot's fault. So did you have a discussion with him before you got out of the car? It definitely feels like it's happening in slow motion. Um, we didn't have a discussion because it wasn't until I watched the in-car video later I realized what went wrong. You know, you don't realize it in the moment. There's so much adrenaline and everything going on. Um, but I will say that one time I rolled the car, we did still finish that race. Uh, oh. It just happened to be at a spectator point. So one of the great things that can happen at rally that can't happen in any other kind of race is the spectators ran out to our car and pushed us back over again. How cool is that? Right? Yeah. How awesome is that? That's awesome. Um, that's a unique thing to rally racing that, yeah, you don't get anywhere else. If you get a chance, where's the next one going to be? Uh, next big race is not too far from here, Oregon Trail Rally. You can go to OregonTrailRally.com uh, for all the details. That is November 5th through 7th. And it is open to spectators. Our first day, the Friday, uh, is at uh, PIR, Portland International Raceway, which ha does have tickets available. Very cool. cool, very cool. That is, is, if you're into that sort of thing and you would like to go down there and, and explore it, it would be it would be great fun for you. And you might even see Matt down there, and because he's going to have a pause with cause sticker on the side of his car, so you'll be able to see that as well. Matt, it's been great having you. I'm glad you were here on your birthday. Great chatting great with fun. you. Yeah, it wasn't on fun. purpose to be here on my birthday, but yeah, no, that's how it worked, worked out. out. Great, worked, worked out, out great. worked out just perfectly. So. Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank you for being here. Eric, I'd like to thank you for being here. You My added pleasure. a lot to the discussion of which I know nothing about, except except I would be the one to barf in the car. Uh, if we'll, I were the, We'll keep that in mind. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, And by the way, go to myindependencereport.com or positivetalkradio.net, and you can uh, listen to some past shows. We've got some, we did one today, just so you know, about... Uh, the son of a World War II pilot that was shot down in a B-17. He spent seven months in hiding behind Nazi lines, and then he joined the French Resistance, and then he got home safe and sound. It's a fascinating story. So you need to go to myindependencereport.com and listen to that, or you can go and watch it as well. It's going to be on video there as well. I'd like to thank you very much. Eric Ryder is going to take us out of the show right now, and we'll see you Monday at 9 a.m on Positive Talk Radio. We'll see you then. Bye. Thank you.